Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to the Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and usually my darling Kate. This is the time of the week we dive headfirst into our Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday in that podcast. We break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus network, past or present. But in this very special episode, we dive into the outstanding standing world of bravo now guys this is the point where i would say hi kate but as i have been hyping up all week on tuesday's episode and on wednesday's episode i have a very very special guest with us today now as you know kate is off dealing with some family things she will be back but in the meantime i did realize that not all of you are going to want to just listen to me on my own for every single episode. So I thought, why don't I bring in someone special? Someone that is very close to my heart and also someone that has never watched any of the housewives before. And I'm going to, it's going to be like immersion therapy. Just put him straight into it and he's gonna have to deal with that. So whether he is stealing hearts in one of his multiple Christmas movies or saving the world as special agent Andrew Donovan on the legendary soap Days of Our Lives. To me, he's just culty. Please welcome to the pod actor Colton Little. Hello. Hello. Wow, who wrote that amazing intro, Pauline? It was so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, Colt, firstly, I've been hyping you up all week to all of our listeners. Everyone is just thrilled, so excited, across the world, ocean to ocean. Um, and I don't I just, know about that, but facts. okay. Um, facts. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on here. I know that, you know, we've been friends for a long time and you know that my love for the housewives and I always want to bring people into the fold. I want people to understand the beauty of the housewives. So for you to volunteer as tribute to watch these two 
shows of women screaming at each other for over, <laughs> I think, like two and a half hours. I appreciate it so much. I will say, um, I don't know who the housewives team has on their like publicity team mm. or who their who their people are that they that they try to get the word out about the show with. Mm. Um, but the fact that they have not hired you, I know, as one of their publicity specialists is a travesty it's because. A- Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's something because I've known Pauline almost nine years and she's been a part of a lot of chapters of my life. And aside from like, you know, topics like witchcraft mm. and the occult mm. and true crime yes, and yes. reality television, mm. uh, Housewives ranks up there with the things that she talks at me the most about. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I'm always like, yeah, uh huh. Those what what's that one's name uh-huh mm-hmm. so I, I literally am coming into this blind as a bat and it is thrilling for me because you know sometimes people like if Kate and I are talking to people about the pod they'll say well when did you first get into the housewives and I've said before to me I can't tell you because it has been it is like you know people say they can't remember time before they had children I can't remember a time before I knew of the housewives there wasn't a life before the housewives I don't know. So I it's very hard for me to answer that question. But now you're in it too. So we have a lot to discuss. Now, I want to hit on some key points here, Cole. Feel free, please, to go ahead and ask me, who is this? What is mm-hmm. she referencing? Because I am the encyclopedia here. And there will be some things as I was watching this that I was realizing he's not going to understand that reference at all or whatever. So you feel free. You better believe I was like, I had my Google, my laptop open with Google and every single time a name came up or like a a beef came up, I like immediately Googled and I did my research. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty prepared. God, the work you put into this. All right. Uh, It's it's deep, deep journalism. Seriously. Um, So guys, we are going to start with, because we've got Salt Lake, um, we've got Salt, Real Housewives of Salt Lake, we've got Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Potomac did start this week. I'll chat a little bit about Potomac next week. There wasn't much that went on with it. It was just kind of the introductory episode, but we can talk about that next week. So we're going to start with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, Colt, we are on season four, episode nine, entitled, Don't Come For My Sound Bath. I mean, beautiful work, beautiful work, the title. The, the, the whoever makes the titles for these uh, they they know how to 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 bait you to to drag you in i will say that my new catchphrase is mm. you aren't worthy of entering the temple yes yes cult yes <laughs> because i was like when uh well i don't know which one it was whitney mm. heather oh god um, heather i think heather heather yes yeah, she when she was talking about this hot being a high and mighty mormon the whole time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how like, she left the church and it was all drama yeah and then she looked at what was her name lisa love lisa guess, baby gorgeous yeah lisa mm-hmm. when she, she, she looks at lisa, <laughs> lisa and it's like talking about how she dressed and everything and she said you are not worthy of entering the temple i was like <laughs> i'm gonna start saying that to everyone you need to start saying that to every even if it's not it really won't res- resonate with anyone. Just keep saying it at them. Um, so we're starting off with now Monica, who you meet in this episode, Colt. Just so you know, sh- this hot is her mess. Fir- hot mess first season. This mm. is her first season. And she has come in with a bang like no other. In the first episode, Monica told us that she, okay, this was in like the one breath in the first episode in her confessional. She said, 
you know, I moved around a lot as a kid. Uh, my dad left when I was very young because he was gay and moved with his boyfriend to Florida. I was kicked out of the Mormon church because I was having sex with my brother-in-law for 18 months. Oh my gosh. That's Monica. So Monica has been the big rumor that they start off with. We see Monica and Angie go and meet at this cafe and it's so pink. I couldn't get my, it was so it hurt. too much. It hurt my eyes. I know. I made I note know. of that. I can't imagine sitting there. So Monica and Angie have, have been arguing because Angie has a husband called Sean. Now, Angie, this is kind of like her second season. She was a friend of last year, but she's really coming in this season and she's trying to keep her role in, in Housewives. So her husband, Sean, is, is a peculiar man. And mm. um, there was a rumor last week that everyone in Salt Lake City knows that Sean is having sex with men and cheating on Angie. So Monica very kindly, as these women do, brought that rumor to Angie. And of course, all hell break out. So okay, let, let me just let me just blanket state really quick mm, because this is another mm, note that I made. Mm, Literally, I made like bullet points at the top and then I went yeah. in scene by scene. Sure, sure. All the husbands on this show are homosexuals. They as, are. as a card carrying homosexual myself, I looked at all of them and I said, <laughs> Gay, gay, gayer, <laughs> gay, and that's that's not to be shady. That's not to be nope. mean. Nope, factual. Like, You're being factual. factual. I'm being scientific here because there, there's just no. I mean, a we're talking about Salt Lake City. We're talking about Utah here, yeah. where there's a lot of closeted individuals because mm -hmm. of a certain belief system. And I will say, everyone, the gaydar just ding, 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 ding. So I would not be shocked if Angie's <sighs> husband was a homosexual fascinating to get this insight that's why i wanted to bring a homosexual onto the podcast because we need that type of insight mm. um it is so uh, well then i guess you know you've confirmed um but this rumor has been going around and it is a theme in a lot of these housewife shows so where everyone knows your husband's gay i mean it's constant in a lot of different cities but i do Angie i do also kind of find it slightly i mean like i get it because you don't want your husband the man that you married to be a homosexual and be like cheating on you and yeah. or deceiving you yeah. but at the same time it, it also kind of feels like middle school when when the worst thing somebody <laughs> could do is be like you're gay you're it like is. okay or call you the f word like it's so true it is i was so like okay true. cool middle school okay. like yeah i'm just like being triggered all over again oh cold i'm so sorry um <clears throat> so the previous the big fight happened because angie had had this big easter brunch now she's greek which she will tell you in every single sentence that she has that she's right. greek greek easter greek, greek easter. easter yes exactly it was greek easter so we had the big brunch uh, Monica had a horrendous fallout with her mother. Now, the mother is a nightmare beyond nightmares. You saw clips of her in this, calling mm. her daughter a motherfucker. She is a horrendous woman. We found out last week that she abandoned Monica at like 15 and went to New York City and left her with this family in Pennsylvania. She then also was on the hunt for her husband. So she would make out and do these sexual things with men in a car while Monica was in oh, there. Oh, gross. Dark, dude dark so they had a massive fight she comes I to and Angie. i believe the quote was i did mm. i did write this down i did not call you a fucker i called you a motherfucker thank you very much thank you very much for establishing that that's her lovely yeah. mother so monica's a little bit damaged from all of that <laughs> so 
and she rides that damage train she does all through this episode i know um so angie and her are kind of they were arguing because angie was like oh your poor mother and how you treated her at the easter brunch and monica's coming and saying listen you don't know anything about my relationship with my mother and what i love is there's always a snark that angie sits down says i brought you a book and she goes oh yeah just yeah the book's about how to love yourself (laughs) (laughs) that's so nasty it's for you and your kids oh and also i'm concerned is Mm. angie wearing a glued down lace front like fall of some sort because the edges Mm. on the side like Mm. the top the top of the hair you know that's a normal hairline but the Mm. sides where she has that bun pulled back definitely some some sort of piece i'm i'm glad you noticed that because i know nothing about hair or wigs or makeup or any of that stuff so Mm. i would not be able to comment on it but it is highly likely the hair is straight as an arrow it's it's so intense it's very very intense all the time with her and you can mm-hmm. see they always have the glam they always have their glam um oh, yeah. so they kind of have this conversation and angie's like listen you brought up this rumor and she said i brought it to you because i wanted you to know i love that line in housewives i just wanted you to know because they all need <laughs> it back to meredith who you, i don't think we see a lot of meredith in this episode but meredith i don't oh wait wait yeah i do have some notes about Meredith. heather I... meets up with meredith yeah but in mm-hmm. the red blazer but meredith is the oh, yeah. one that um was kind of had is said that she's going to ruin Angie and she she's the one that will say well I know things about the husband uh but I'm not going to say anything they love doing that so Monica mm. was like as a friend I came to you I told you about everything so her and Angie they definitely make peace for a little bit at this at this um at this kind of cafe and it was nice I think Angie you know shared she lost her mom when she was eight she was very very young and her father who we see on the show Angie's father is 86 and he was left in his early 40s with six kids on his own. So it was really rough for him. Um, And it was the first time that Angie's told her that her mother was an alcoholic. We haven't heard that before. Um, Mm. So, I mean, overall, what was your first impression kind of of Monica out the gate in the pink cafe? Absolute garbage fire of a human. Immediately, Immediately, I go... Like, as you can kind of tell, like when we get into Beverly Hills mm. later, mm. like you can tell those women have been on TV for 13 seasons. Yes. yes, yes. Monica, you can tell that she's watched 13 seasons of Housewives and is now on it and she's making every second count. I agree with that. Now, I think it would be very hard at this point to come on any franchise because you would have watched it all. You know, if you're going to be a housewife, Mm -hmm. you would have watched, like Kate and I, I mean, I'm sure the producers will be banging down our doors to come on the housewives at some point, but we can't, of course, but we can't go on because we're historians of the housewives. And, but that's why Kate and I really want to be housewife consultants because we can tell these women how to act because you're right. You don't want to go on your first season as though you're mimicking people's, storylines beforehand or you're knowing how to play the camera and we do have someone like that on uh it was like new jersey and another one i will say with monica she does come with a load of shit because oh i also forgot to mention her father that left her her mother that left her, her father that was gay and moved to florida her mother that was having sexual relations with the man she had an 18 month affair with her brother-in-law she also put jen shah who was on real housewives of salt lake 
in prison because she was an informant. <gasps> I was going to yeah. ask about Jen Shaw because that's one of the few things I know about the Salt Lake franchise is that there was a whole like fraud thing and Jen yep. Shaw. And so I was going to ask where Jen Shaw was. She's, is she in prison? She sat in prison for many years. This is the oh. first season without her. Monica comes on and goes, yeah, I worked for Jen Shaw. And one night she said to me, do you want to be very, very wealthy? And I said to her, what do you mean? And she says, put these documents in your name and you'll be earning like a lot of money every year. Monica was freaked out. She called up a friend that she said is in the FBI. I don't know how she had that or CIA. <laughs> she says, they called him up and he said, get the fuck away from Jen Shah. She's going to prison. And three months later, she was arrested. Full and body chills. I know. Full and Monica ended up on the stand putting her in prison. And now she's and taken, and taken her, her, her spot. Taking yes! her spot. Wow. Yes, I know. So that's a lot. So <clears throat> it's interesting that you get that from Monica. I do think that she brings some genuine baggage and genuine drama. Um, I think that she's struggling. She's a woman that has like four kids. She's my age and has four kids. Wait, Monica has four kids? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. She's and she's doing it on her own, but that is because she slept with her brother-in-law. But I mean, um, she is a bit of a mess. And I think there's a genuine mess there. Some of it is definitely put on for the camera, but there is a lot going on. And it's like, she's in the, what Bravo likes to do is get people at the worst time of their life and then put them on a reality TV show. Because it's, it's the it, best, yeah, it's, that's the best way to heal. Like best, we all know when you go to therapy school, that's yes. the best way to heal. Yes, absolutely. Get on a Bravo show. So they kind of an ended it pretty amicably. They were okay. We're going to move on. The housewives love saying that. This is a line order. We're not perfect. No one's perfect, but let's move on. Mm. So then we see Whitney. Now, Whitney is Whitney's background's a lot. She was, have, she was married very, very young. She was brought up Mormon, married, married very young. And then she started to have an affair with her boss, who she's now married to. Um, okay. You do see okay. him. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. You have yeah. these devout, devoutly religious yeah. individuals yeah. in a very strict church. Like the Mormon church is not, um, mm -hmm. it's not as loosey-goosey as, mm -hmm. as say, like I was brought up Methodist. Mm -hmm. That was a little bit more loosey-goosey. Mm. Mormons are very strict. I oh, did yeah. some research on Mormonism as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. Founded in upstate New York. Yeah, I know oh. that. I know. I know that Kate is like your your R and D person, so yes. I decided to do a little bit of digging. You know, make sure so that much. I'm getting my sources correct. Um, yeah, Mormonism was started in upstate New York. Mm. Um, also, what are the rules of Mormonism? There's apparently so when many. the when the guy who started it died, mm -hmm. he like it, the church scattered into a dozen pieces, and now there's like Latter Day Saints and like all of these different offshoots, and they all have different rules. Yes. So Joseph Smith was the founder and he said that he had found some plates in the in the woods, some gold plates in the woods in that he transcribed from. No one else could see the plates. He transcribed mm. them and it was all the rules of Mormonism. He founded the church. So much to go into with that. But our, our mutual friend, my friend that lives in San Diego, who you know, uh, she was a Mormon. Uh, I've spoken about her on this. She was a Mormon for six months because she wants to be covered when she dies. Um, 
true story yeah. and she was baptized and she was wearing a because you go into the temple and you wear all white garments and she was baptized and she was wearing a red bra underneath it so that did not go down that very well so funny but the rules were i mean you wear garments you don't wear underwear you wear garments you there is no caffeine no smoking obviously no alcohol no drugs no sex before marriage it's insane so whitney was brought up in that and she was the blonde blue-eyed mormon girl she had an affair with her boss, Justin, who she's now married to, who you see later. He's a lot older. And she has these two kids who will get on to the kids. But mm. she, um, you know, she kind of speaks like this, like a little 100%. baby voice. Can't I was like, it. how do people like this run businesses? All of them are, uh, quote, successful business okay. people. Oh, uh, we'll get on to Prism, her business, a little bit. Like uh. she's had, she has this one called Wild Whip. Hang on, Whitney Wild Rose Beauty, and the the um season beforehand, they re they established that they had put in all their savings and retirement into her beauty line. And guess what it is? Here's a moisturizer. Here's a toner. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And now she's got this new business. Anyway, we see Lisa Barlow come. Now Lisa Barlow is my full on fave. We call her baby gorgeous. <laughs> okay. Because she's your, she's your favorite. She's one of my faves. And I'll tell you why. She's Pauline, out, we need to talk off the pod. Okay. She is out of control. Unbelievably ridiculous. <clears throat> we call her baby gorgeous because when she first came on the show, she'd be like, ah, oh, hi, baby gorgeous. Like everything was baby gorgeous. She only drinks diet Coke. She has Kit Kats for breakfast. Like she has, she does big gulps. So you'll see she's oh always carrying a big gulp, just a diet Coke. She likes a little ice and then a lot of lemon. Um, she is originally New York. She was she wasn't brought up Mormon, but she met John Barlow, her husband, who's desperately hanging on to his hairline, and um, yeah, the sexuality. Halt! <laughs> he loves baby gorgeous. Um, sometimes, and so he um he was Mormon, and so baby gorgeous says, you know, I am Mormon, but I do it my way. You know, so she has the out. She has a tequila oh brand, um, Vida Tequila. So she's a tequila business. She obviously has a Diet Coke. Um, she wears whatever she wants. And that's why her and Heather are at such battle with each other because she's like, you're not a Mormon. Stop saying you're a Mormon. She's like, I am. I'm just doing my Mormonism. And baby gorgeous Lisa's son, who we see, Jack Barlow, he's going off on his mission. And Heather says, you have no, because Heather did the whole mission. She married she was full on Mormon, four kids, married like Mormon royalty. And she said, you don't understand what the mission is. It's, and I saw a documentary on the mission. It's two years that you have no contact with your family, none. And every single day you are knocking on doors and trying to recruit people. And it could be anywhere in the world. It is so intense. And Heather's like, I don't think you understand what your son's about to do. And she's like, stop getting in on this. You don't understand. He's amazing. Blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot of stuff going on with Baby Gorgeous. But they go well, to- And then her, mm-hmm. okay, so then her and Whitney get into yeah. Monica. Mm-hmm. So Monica has her hooks in everybody. She does, because she's a big presence in this. <laughs> we mm-hmm. see that- she- Lisa Lisa Barlow's coming over with her Diet Coke to paint these tiki torches. Now, can someone explain to me what that was? I didn't understand their idea or what they were actually doing. I saw the tarp go down. 
yeah. in the backyard. And yeah. I immediately thought bodies. I know. Ted Bundy that we get to later. But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand who thought that was going to be a good idea. Like getting tiki torches and throwing paint. They look like shit. I mean, at the party they, later, they, they look, look terrible. <laughs> they look like shit. And also that part. Okay, we'll get to the party, but. But I know. let's say loosely the theme was like disco tiki sunset uh, or something. Sunset something, I know. So they're doing these tiki torches and all I can stare at are Whitney's breasts. So Whitney's breasts, I could not get my eyes off them. She's wearing like a little crop kind of um, sports bra thing. and hmm. Which is really, I mean, if you're going to be painting tiki torches in your backyard yeah. and doing manual labor, I think oh. less is more. Sure, 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 sure. The breasts were just, they're so well, you big. Can, you can see when, when somebody has a breast uh, breast implants or, or or work on their breasts, and I, I don't mean to um, objectify women's bodies because I- it, I, I objectify them all the time on the show. <laughs> okay, but as, as, a, as a homosexual man, mm. um, I can say that I've, I've been privy to a lot of conversations with women mm-hmm. in regards to their bodies mm. and and- issues that they have and they confide in with me and all of these things mm-hmm. not an expert but um when women get breast implants what i've always noticed is that around the edges you can see ridges mm. and i've heard that there's a difference of if you get the implant under the muscle versus Absolutely. over mm-hmm. it changes how it looks but immediately when she was like bending down working i ke- i kept seeing the striations around the edge of the cleavage Don't. and in my mind it just looks painful that's exactly what I think. And they're so, I know exactly. What, and thank you for your your research with the breast and education about that. You're right. You either have the implant above and you're supposed to always get it under the muscle, apparently, which sounds so bloody painful. But um, they hers are just also so big for her body. She's a petite woman and they're massive on camera. I can't imagine what they look like in real life. And she always has them big and, and they're really high and the skin looks stretched because she's a petite girl. And, they and she's look gorgeous. Heavy. She's gorgeous. And <clears throat> I hope she's really happy with herself. I hope she's yeah. happy with her body and how she looks. And I think we all should do what we want to do with our bodies Agreed. to make ourselves look the best that we can. Agreed. Um, they're just, I, I just want to touch pretty. them. I just want to, I like, mm. I'm obsessed with fake boobs because they well, are that makes so... one of us, Pauline. <laughs> I, I look at them and I want to like poke them. I don't understand why they're so big and round and like, gorgeous but also they kind of repel me I don't know I have mixed feelings but I loved staring at them but also I just kept thinking I hope she's wearing sunscreen because her skin Mm. she's always red she's always red because she she's pale like I am and she's in that Utah sun and I Mm. don't see any sunscreen getting put on that cleavage and that really worried me because you know we have to protect the neck the chest we don't want the with the chest cold Decolletage. Exactly. We've got to be very careful of it. Um, so they're talking about <laughs> her new jewelry line, Prism, which mm. is another hokey bullshit career that she's starting business that's supposed to be faith-based jewelry. Um, they're preparing the tiki torches for Bobby's, that's her daughter's um birthday. And she says she's getting her a golf cart, which we see later, which I I, I... I had to beg for a cell phone. I know. I and don't I mean, get like, it. granted, cell phones were like kind of not as widespread as they are now. Like the iPhone wasn't really a thing when I was getting my cell phone. But I remember being like, like begging for basic. I know. 
like and th- she's like well I think we're gonna get her a golf cart just because she can drive me she can be my DD like my driver <laughs> it's so weird as well because th- they don't have money these like I said they put all that money into her bullshit um what? yeah so this is this was weird and they live in the most modest of houses but the rest of the houses were gone to but um so they're painting that and then they're talking about um who's coming to the party because they love to discuss Mm. that now mary you don't see apart from a flashback but mary who she says are you inviting and whitney says you know what i'm not inviting mary that mary was a regular cast member she wasn't on last season they brought her back as a friend of mary is the person that runs a church that has been called out as a cult um and she married her step grandfather whoa mary i'm just gonna leave that there so we i see- thought i liked mary because the clip that they showed of her Hi. traumatizing whitney's kids was gold it was gold mary is a monster she will literally you know how you sent me that um thing yesterday um on instagram about baby gorgeous reading out those text messages they were sent yeah. from mary Oh my gosh. And Mary is vile. She'll just say to her, why do you eat so much? She'll say to people, why do you eat so much? You know that dress looks awful on you, right? And then Ah. next week we get a preview of her saying to Heather, you look inbred. She's awful. And she says she's a woman of God. She's a woman of God. She's a mess. So I could spend hours talking about her. She's a mess. A mess. Maybe the Old Testament God, but... (laughs) I know. Seriously. So they're painting the torches. They're saying she's not, you know, Mary's not coming. And then they get onto Monica. And Whitney has spoken to Monica about trauma. And Whitney has her own healing journey. That's how she pronounced healing. She says, I'm on a healing journey. And she's been on her healing journey for a while to deal with her trauma. So... Baby Gorgeous is not really having any of it. She's like, look, I don't get it. Like what she's talking about, about her mother. Like she's fine. And Whitney's like, she's not Baby Gorgeous. Like there's a lot going on. And Lisa's like, "Mm." I don't know. She just hates Monica. Baby Gorgeous doesn't like Monica because when they went on when they went on a trip to Trixie Motel in Palm Springs a couple of weeks ago, uh, Baby Gorgeous lost a $60,000 ring in a public restroom. Uh And Monica called her superficial. So from that, all of this has stemmed. Wow. And shout out to Trixie. Yes, exactly. Trixie Mattel. She was horrified by them all. She what? was horrified by them. She's like, you could tell she was just in shock by all of them when they stayed. But um, my favorite quote from this segment yeah. was, quote, your trauma is not an excuse to treat all of us like shit. Mm. And I, li- I, I live by that. I live I by that. I, I did appreciate that. And it's true. A lot of these women will hark on, well, I had this happen to me. And it's like, shut up. You're an awful human being. You can't <laughs> just blame it on that all the time. Then, Colt, you are introduced to Heather and Meredith. So Meredith comes out looking like the fucking devil in all red, that fire engine red blazer. She's never and not in a blazer, by the way. Who's she Who's she talking to that she's... It- She's like having this conversation as she gets out of the car. Mm. I'm like, you know, you're about to film something and you're like, all right, baby, I'll talk to you later. I love you. Mm. Bye. Bye. She's very important. So you have to understand mm. that. She's very, Mm. very, very important. Um, And, you know, she's just busy all the time. She's got Meredith Marks jewelry, um, which Angie and Meredith hate each other. And Angie had screamed at her the other week that her jewel- no one buys her jewelry. So oh. now Meredith just talks about how, you know, her jewelry line is just so insanely busy. Um, and she's always in a blazer. 
always in a blazer, which is so annoying. It's like a blazer on a blazer. So she comes in to meet <laughs> Heather. And what did you see? What in this whole thing? They're at the bar and they're discussing um, who, who? Oh, they're they're talking about the um, they're talking about the the, the Mormon kids' uh, mission Jack's and how mission. and how is it Lisa? How yeah. Lisa had this like little mini brunch, and yes. then Heather's like, "Who is at the brunch?" Mm-hmm. And then Mer- and this is like fine voiceover work. We're going Absolutely. here. And then Meredith, who's three drinks in and a few pills mm. in. Oh yeah. She she's like, well, allegedly. It was not- allegedly. Allegedly. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> By the slurring of the words and the the mouth moving and in, in side to side motions as opposed to up and down. Mm. Um, she said, well, it was a small get together. It was really intimate. It's not even, it wasn't even a thing to get riled up about. Mm. but Heather was having none of it she was having none of it and you know Meredith the way she speaks grates on me more than anything and she has so she has a husband Seth and then she has three children and we see one of them his name is Brooks Marks and he is one of the most insufferable people you've ever seen on television. And she speaks like this. And he has his own fashion line, which it's basically a blazer with Brooks Marks written down it. And he did this whole fashion show. It's, you. they all speak in the exact, is this, Kate and I talk about it, is this Kardashian-esque way of speaking, this everything's monotone completely monotone really silent and it's just all dragged out and it's like the vocal fry i can't stand it well she definitely whatever vocal fry she's using it definitely got this situation all all fried up and Mm -hmm. riled up because because whitney was having none of it she was very or heather was having none of it sorry um, she was she was very upset that Jack mm-hmm. is going on mission and, and yeah. she was not privy to the information. It's hard because Jack had his reveal <clears throat> that he's going to go to Colombia for two years and Bogota, 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 and, and you know Heather's like I'm the expert on all of this. I did a mission. I can tell you how hard it is. Lisa's claim, and she just goes in about Lisa's claim of Mormonism and all of this. So yeah, that mm. was. Meredith came in to drop that bomb. And so now Heather's now going to have a fight with Lisa. So we've got a lot of fights getting lined up here, which is great. We've got Baby Gorgeous is going to go after Monica. Monica's going to go after Baby Gorgeous. We Mm -hmm. have Heather that's going to go after Lisa. You know, we just build it up. and I I love it. This is good storytelling. It is. And it's happening at Bobby's um, birthday. Now, Bobby is... Um, Whitney's daughter and it's her 13th birthday now Bobby there's two kids Whitney has two kids with Justin and I don't know if you got your eyeballs on her husband Justin but um did I ever that's something to get your eyeballs on now the two kids Kate and I described them let me just say I was blinded by the veneers oh blinded by the veneers I, the two kids that she has, she has this Bobby and then she has another little boy that I don't know where he was. Kate and I describe them as holograms because <laughs> I don't think they look anything like her. 
you never really see them. You know when you can't see someone that's right in front of you? I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> oh my it. gosh, that's so cruel. I can't make I can't make sense of their faces. Like her, mm. the little girl and the boy, neither of them look like Whitney. And we've only ever seen them with Whitney just going, gun to your homework. So I can't. <laughs> And now suddenly she's having interactions with her, and like, am I seeing some? Is she real? It's I, I just can't get, can't get it. And she's getting a glam done, this little girl. And I was thinking, my thirteenth birthday party, sleepover, Ouija boards, horror movies from Blockbuster, and it was amazing. I was going to ask you. That was like a question I wrote down. I was like, what? Because all of you know, you watch these shows, and these people have these big blowout parties. Mm. I was like, Pauline, what was your biggest birthday bash? Mm. What was like the one that was like seminal that you remembered? Um, that is a good question. I remember for my 16th, was it my, no, that was my 18th. I never had like big, big, certainly nothing like these housewives do. Um, what did I do for my 18th? I always just did stuff with, I was very, I was very easy on my birthdays. I'm like now, um, I would have. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) As kids, I don't know. It was always just dead easy. It was like, we'd go. And if, as we got older, we'd like get drinks, um, and then go to like a field near my house and have a big picnic and then go into town afterwards. Or um, when I was younger, it was just doing stuff at the house or going to um, like Wimpy's, which was this like upscale in Henley. It was like this upscale kind of kids place. But that was I never had big, big parties. I never really desired them I guess I don't know it wasn't this all sounds thing. very English too yeah like, oh, we'd go for a walk in the park and then yeah. we'd just meet with our friends and pick wildflowers it was we <laughs> dance around with the fairies but I mean it was it was a <laughs> lot of sleepovers because girls teenage girls it's the best thing sleepovers food blockbuster like that's oh. all you want to do it was so good it was so 100%. good so it's nothing like Bobby got and once mm-hmm. again the theme was tiki sunset hawaiian sunset tiki disco i I keep throwing in the word disco because i just i want it to be a disco so bad because it was at a roller rink i know i didn't get any of that so we get everyone you see heather's getting ready with her two daughters as well if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, they come down and Heather's got, so Heather, just a little background. I say she's Mormon royalty because she married, okay, one of the wealthiest people in the Mormon church because the guy that she married, his grandfather was Howard Hughes's driver, private driver, and Howard Hughes left him a fortune. Heather came on and said it's similar to like the Hilton fortune. That's how much they were left. So Heather married this guy. She was very young. And she she did, she said, I was the perfect woman wife. I had the children, the house. I did everything perfectly. And then my husband came home one day and said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. And he left and I was ostracized. The church wanted nothing to do. He was still welcomed in, but because I was a divorced woman, I wanted nothing. So she has a big, big problem with the Mormon church. And this has been her storyline. She wrote a book called Mad, Bad Mormon. And it's about how much she just hates the Mormon church and everything that it did to her. It's been so awful to her. So she's, we see that she's wrapping all these presents and stuff. Um, and then she's on FaceTime. Um, I don't know what they were talking about. Blah, 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 something. Uh I think that's when, yeah, she's just getting ready to go. It's all going to this party. Let me see. Yeah, it's all going to the party. They get to the party. Um, Baby Gorgeous walks in. Lisa walks in with a big gulp. I don't know if you saw that. She had a Mm. big gulp of Diet Coke, which I deeply appreciate. Mm. Um, Angie straight away comes in, tells Lisa, I just want you to know uh, that Heather's upset with you. So you just get these women (laughs) going from woman to woman with a big spoon and stirring all of it up, being like, I just want you to know that she thinks that she said that she said, and it's- I don't want this to get blown out of proportion. I just want to, I just want to tell you woman to woman Mm. that like, it's not a big deal Mm. and she hates your fucking guts. I know. That's, that's the tenor of it. It is. Then we also get, then we cut to Whitney telling Heather who told Monica- what Lisa said. So, and then Lisa comes over and Monica's in. She's like, so Lisa, you don't believe that I have trauma with that my mother's this and that. And then Lisa's saying, listen, I just don't know. You know, it's da, da, da. And they start going off at this party. Can I give you some quotes, some little sound please, bites here for our, for our viewers, our listeners? Please. Quote, Monica. I feel like Lisa's obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. Quote, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine being middle-aged and so bitter. (laughs) Quote, this is a little girl's birthday party and I don't need to be the auntie there and turn up. Yes. Monica was furious with Lisa and Lisa was winding her up and she, they didn't have a massive screaming fight, but it was getting there. And Mm. Lisa's just saying, you know, I don't, I d- this is it. I don't know if, what your mother is. I saw what happened and that's it. Blah, 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 blah. Then she talks about Ted Bundy, which I appreciated. Oh. And then Lisa says she's just like her mother. No, sorry. Monica says she's just like her mother. And when they put about talking to the plant and they do the flashback and they oh put the faces gosh. on the plant, it was great work. Editing, it was great editing work. gold. 
Oh no, they work yeah, the editing so team hard. Needs a daytime Emmy. Seriously. Um, and my favorite thing, I th- mm. throwing back to the beginning of the episode, mm. Monica talks when she's when she's meeting with Angie. Angie, yes, yeah, with Angie. Um, in the, the very beginning, she goes, "I just like really don't want to like put my mom on blast. I don't want to like drag my mom's mm. pain through the mud." Mm. Mm. Now at the party, fast forward, Monica mm. is being like, "Yeah, well, Ted Bundy was charming too." So people can be charming in in reference to her mom. Yeah. So I was like, you went from not wanting to drag your not mom's sure. name through the mud to comparing her to Ted Bundy. Sure. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Go away. I am realizing we could spend three hours on this. So we need to speed up. So, okay, they are going on. She calls her a 50, Lisa, a 50 year old wannabe. That doesn't go down well. Mm. We see that Bobby is gifted a golf cart, a monstrous golf cart in the middle of the roller rink. Didn't mm. get that at all. Then we cut to a scene with Baby Gorgeous and her husband, John Barlow. Um, and she's on, on the bed and she's talking about um, making the bed and all this tr- stuff she's going through. And John Barlow is trying to be a supportive husband and Baby Gorgeous is just on her phone. She's just on her phone and ignoring him. And he's like, all right, I guess... Just guess I'll leave. And their houses all look like no one lives there. There's never any furniture. No. They're all white. They're all rented. They are model homes. Yes. They're all rented. Um, just a quick assessment of John Barlow, Lisa, Lisa's husband. Any thoughts on him? Okay. Right. Okay, moving on. Um, then we see Heather is getting her daughter ready for the prom. Quick note on this. I don't understand American prom dresses. Why do they why do they all look the same and have done since about 1988? And they're not stylish and they're all ugly. <laughs> Pauline. I don't get prom don't dresses. It's a fashion that they should look. It like, is. It is so true. And my only memory of prom dresses and or like dance dresses was when I was uh, I would go with a girl to like prom or mm-hmm. homecoming or whatever. And you'd be dancing, dancing, dancing mm. to like, um, like, let's get it started. Woo! Let's get it started. In here. Woo! And you would put I would I whatever my date was, I remember putting my hand around the small of her back like to di- like slow dance and we were all <laughs> so sweaty and you oh, can feel God. like through that cheap polyester, just like Stop. the lower back sweat of like <laughs> your young teenage counterpart. And I just remember being that being like a, a major trauma point for me. I'm I'm so and, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You, you know, I probably that. smelled like BO. Like yeah, it just sure. was. A, it, all of us were not in our best form, and those those dresses do, do not help. Oh God, they were rough. So Heather's all emotional with the daughter going and talking about. Oh, I'm so glad she could have a boyfriend and all of that. We get to the Prism event, and this was really the piece de la resistance. Even though there was so much yes. of the episode, this was the build up to this. Yes. So she's hawking this jewelry, Whitney. And she, it was great. The editors are so shady. She said, you know, all this jewelry is made with a specific intention in mind. And it just cuts to a gold chain. It's just a plain <laughs> gold chain. I saw I some mean, Sanskrit. I saw some Sanskrit. Uh, no, I did. I, I looked, I zoomed in. I was like, okay, what is that? Um, and then we see everyone, they're dressed to the nines. These women came in. It was like the middle of a day on a Tuesday or something. And these women are wearing these really, really fancy dresses. Baby Gorgeous comes in. She comes mm. in with her drink, obviously, a little big gulp or a little Diet Coke, whatever. She comes in and um, she's ready to go off. Like she's ready. And then we see them all milling around. Monica arrives. And then, of course, it's when Whitney gives the speech. And tell me what you thought oh. about Monica and Lisa and Angie in the middle. 
Yeah, so to set the scene, um, Whitney has this beautiful moment where she's like, okay, now to bless the jewelry line, we're going to do a sound bath. Mm. So just offset your intentions. Mm. And then Angie's standing in the middle of Lisa and Monica. Mm. And Angie, of course, has been the harbinger yes. and the instigator here. And she's mm. like been planting seeds, like unintentionally or intentionally. We don't know. Mm. We don't know. And um the girls start in and it's small little jabs mm. and they're leaning across Angie mm. and all the while you hear this of the sound bath so like everyone's getting cleansed these women are slinging mud they I haven't seen baby gorgeous that angry in a long time she wanted to kill one Europe's it went from you're obsessed to me just get my name out of your mouth stop talking about me you're so old you're the you're bothered by me <laughs> my favorite was when uh she started yeah she started saying something to uh she was trying to get at Lisa Monica was trying mm. to get at Lisa and she was like yeah well that's just for old people it's for oh. old and then Angie goes whoa 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 I'm older than Lisa yeah I know <laughs> turn around I, it's so bad she goes I'm older than Lisa and then Lisa comes back she goes everyone's older than me I'm Heather's older than me Meredith's older than me da, 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 da. and she goes I'm all natural I'm all natural I don't care I'm all natural and then she calls Monica a Pillsbury dough girl which I mean the, the insults that were coming out and they're screaming at each other and everyone else in the room is silent and Whitney oh, is but, but the gays the gays yeah. were, were watching out of the sides because there was like this one guy in like kind yeah. of a floral print shirt off to the side of them yeah uh there was another one on the other side there was this couple that was there and every time they would cut back to the different angles you could see the guys kind of being like oh I'm witnessing something good oh. man I've always said it is my dream to be one of the people that's at a restaurant well, housewives get into a monstrous fight. That is one of the people in the background. That's always been my dream. Well, Pauline, I've been I've been that person. All right, hang on. We okay. Let's. This might be a good transition. It is a good transition, and I want you to tell the story because Colton, I know that you do have a lot of stories about these housewives, uh, mm. particularly BH. And so I would always ask you, hang on, have you ever met them? Do you know stuff about them? And I know you have stories. Before we get into that and go on to BH, which we must do because of time, time. Um, overall, what was your impression of Salt Lake? I said that none of these people feel rich. None of these people seem like they are. I mean, and obviously they're all richer than I am. So that's mm -hmm. me, you know, throwing a stone into the ocean. Mm. Um, but none of them feel like like housewives material. Mm. A lot oh. of it feels like they're trying to like build and make a lot of drama out of nothing in mm. comparison to other franchises that I, I've been told about. Mm. And everyone's tagline is weak. Taglines aren't great. I will agree with you on that. I will say that I will not agree with you when it comes to that they're not housewife material. It has the level of wealth gone down since New York began and New York was like old New York money and countesses. Absolutely. There has been a decrease when it comes to money with housewives and certainly in new franchises and some people that have been being brought in. They don't have the money that you would imagine most of these housewives do. However, in four seasons of Salt Lake City, we have had someone get arrested on camera for fraud and go to jail for multiple years. We've had a because woman- Because they didn't have money and they had to fraud someone exactly. out of Exactly. <laughs> We've had a woman marry her step-grandfather. We have had a cult leader. We have uh, had going okay. against a church. I mean, there is stuff on this show that is mind-blowing. And the drama is- 
I mean, they all hate each other. And that's essentially what we need in a housewife. We need people to highly dislike the other one and drag out stuff about their husbands, about gossip and about rumors. And I I love the Salt Lake gals. I think they're doing a great job, um, but I'm so glad that you got your eyeballs on it and that you assess that allegedly all the husbands are homosexual. So thank you for your work with that one. Deep research. Deep research. So Colt, tell me your experience with housewives as we head into BH. Okay, um, so my experience with Housewives, I've been in and around a lot of house of the Beverly Hills Housewives. That's the only Woo! franchise that I kind of have any sort of inclination of who these people mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. And my experience is that I, so first of all, I used to be a uh, producer for live events. Mm-hmm. We had Miss Erica Jane perform at one of our live Uh-oh. events. Mm-hmm. And... She was great. She was yeah. professional. She okay. she did like a great, I remember she did a great sound check. She had dancers. She had these props and everything she paid for. Okay. She was on time. Great. I remember my one thing with her is I remember we picked her up in the golf cart and it was behind Sir. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. And I think there was some drama going on with uh, Miss, Miss Lisa. <gasps> Lisa Vanderpump. Yep. Yep. And we picked her up because that was like the access point to get her to the stage. Okay. We pick her up in her like gorgeous outfit. Yeah. Big blonde hair. That's like, you know, six people's worth of hair on one one head. And she gets in the golf cart and she looks and she looks at the back of her and she goes, huh, they're still in business. (gasps) And not a direct quote, Mm -hmm. but it was something of that, of that uh, nature. Right. And I just remember being like, oh, this stuff's real. It's real. It's real, buddy. It's real. And I, because I was like, oh, it's all for TV. It's all for TV. And it was interesting. She was very sweet, very professional. Okay. Like I said, okay. in and out, just did okay. her thing. Great performer. Good. And right. um, so that was one. And then another mm-hmm. story that I had that relates me to the housewives is that I, so when you're an actor in LA, a lot of the times you do a lot of catering events as like mm-hmm. a cater waiter or a bartender. And I showed up like a normal job for a catering event. And um, the chef that hires us to bring us in for these events um, said it's for a reality TV thing. You don't have to be (gasps) on camera if you don't want to. You don't have to be on camera. He told us like as we were driving there. Okay. And I remember being like, I don't I don't want to be on reality TV. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be a disaster. Okay. So then I show up. It was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Garcel, yeah and I, I can't tell you the season or the tell me what was going on because oh no I'll tell you what was going on so it was um it was on Lapeer Drive okay in West Hollywood yeah it was like this little um art gallery kind of okay. thing yeah and it had like a bunch of knickknacks and cute little like kitschy things okay. and it was somebody was like launching a line of something always it, yeah some somebody's launching a line and I was like one of the cater waiters who I had to like pass trays of champagne and like take, you know, stuff around. And uh, Erica, no, Erica was not there. It was um, Lisa, Mm -hmm. Arcelle, a blonde one, another blonde one. Okay. Pretty Dorit. Okay. She used to be blonde. I think it was Dorit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there was like two or three others. And I remember being like, oh, I've seen these women. I know about them. 
fast forward um the one of the producers was like and I, I remember telling like a producer they were talking to me on the side and I was like I just really don't want to be on camera oh, so like, coat. and they were like oh no don't worry like as long as you don't sign the NDA you don't have to be on camera hmm. or the the release form yeah and I was like okay because it wasn't an NDA it was like a like to show your face so yeah. then I'm I'm off on the side and I'm like kind of standing waiting for them to film this scene where they're all in this courtyard area around a table and there's like a little bit of like a, a tiff going on between okay. a few of them and I remember that same producer hands me a tray of champagne and goes go 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 put go go like drop drop the champagne drop the champagne like at the table and I was like, no, 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 no. And then somebody, another producer grabbed me and pulled me back. <gasps> and like, with a force that like started knocking over the champagne. And then there's cameras rolling. There's like four cameras. And then they're trying to, one's pushing me, one's pulling me. And I was like, I don't know. And then the one that pushed me, like pushed me again. And I like walk out in the middle of this, like they're all like having this little tiff at the table. Oh. And I had to like drop the tray of, I like, does anyone want some champagne? And it was at the worst time. Cause all of them yes. looked at me like, you just ruined this take you little peon. Oh, really? Because it was in the middle of something. And I remember just being like, oh, like they know what they're doing. They're yeah. masters at this. Like they yeah. know how to get a good moment. The producers are all like clued into what's going on. Like it was such a machine to see like the inner wow. workings of. And that made me. So that will then launch us into this yes. episode. Yes. Because there was a few moments where service staff were involved. Mm. Oh, and yeah. I had a lot of empathy for them. I know, seriously. So we're going into, that's a fantastic story. I love that. I'm going to go back into the annals and look at what scene that was, because I'll find mm -hmm. out. Um, we're in season 13, episode three. So we're starting this new season. It's called, It's Not About the Pants. All right, Sutton. <laughs> so we're in Vegas. We're opening up because they're there for Crystal's 40th birthday. And mm -hmm. um, we see um, that Sutton starts talking about dating and yeah, it's so Sutton. I'm just going to throw this at you, Colton. Salt, Sutton is obviously the Southern woman. She um, modest, kind of modest beginnings, but still, I think she was a debutante. So she was a little mm. bit society. Married a man who just started out in business, married young. They had some kids. They got divorced. And her um, monthly support, her monthly alimony is $300,000. I want to just leave that there with you. Hmm. Three hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about real money. We're, real we're money. Hills, we're talking real about real money. money. Real money. So they're kind of talking about her dating because she is a disaster when it comes to dating. Um, I liked her get... first too. My first, in, uh, my first okay. instinct with with Sutton was like, oh, I like this woman. She seems sweet. Yeah, I think she is. She's she's manic and a little bit of a mess, but yeah. Um, and then they're getting ready for this magic mic. Um, I will just tell you. I told the story in last week's episode. <laughs> I have been to one of these in Vegas and uh, my friend was wearing a dress. This man, I was pulled up on stage. They grabbed my hands to touch them. I wouldn't touch them because I think it's disgusting. They were all oiled up and sweating with long hair and they grabbed my hands to touch the back of them, which I wouldn't do. And then um, I was just grossed out by them. My friend was all into it. She was wearing a dress. He stuck his head right up her dress and made out <gasps> with her. These Ew. guys, they are disgusting. Anyway, so they're going to Magic Mike, so I'm already not looking forward to it. We see mm. another side character that's come in this season, Colton. Did you get your eyeballs on Arvi, the assistant to <gasps> Sutton? I made a note. 
I said, Avia is one spilled coffee away from a 5150. <laughs> He's so nervous, that poor guy. Speaking of service staff yep. and people who yep. help. So oh. he is like her house manager. We've only seen him this season. We saw him an episode ago and he was kind of giving her a little bit of sass. There was a little bit of sass, but this he did look like he was pissing his pants as he was talking to her. He's a very unusual little creature. He really is, <laughs> especially when he was running away. I, I love getting my eyes on him. I really oh, do. Oh, you can't call him a creature. They're all a, creatures. A, I love a, him. A so I thought I was like, but then you know, Garcelle was like looking at him like, "You better run." I know, run, boy. I know, I know. Um, the glam. And squad. okay, and then this mm. plants this plants the pant drama. Yes. So when does. Avi, so Avi has to come in because, uh, Sweet Sutton, as mm. we think she is Sweet Sutton, think. she's like starting to have a breakdown because she's like. Oh, I specifically brought pants. I brought mm -hmm. pants for this reason. They told me to bring pants for, mm -hmm. or bring pants for the show. They yeah. told me I had to wear pants to the show because mm -hmm. they might pull me up on stage. Avi, wear my pants. I told him he had to pack my pants. So we plant the pants seed. Uh, exactly. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, that's why Colton is an actor because the impression you just gave of Sutton was outstanding. Um. Mm. So yeah, and then we hear the glam squad. Everyone's getting the glam squad, which Colton, I cannot fucking wait i've told you i'm riding your coattails all of the shit that you have coming up the movies as soon as you say fine i'm gonna let you come to one event with me and i have the opportunity to use someone's glam squad i'm gonna use it all and charge it all to your account and i cannot wait to have a glam squad can you imagine being in a hotel and just having people come to you dress you hair makeup Oh. And it's not cheap. I have friends who are oh, actors who are very successful, who have been on lots of shows and things. And when they get ready for a red carpet and they have these people come over to their apartment or their house or whatever to get them ready, you're talking like minimum $3,000. <gasps> like for what? hair and makeup and like a stylist. Oh, minimum $3,000 up to ten. You're flying these these this these staff members oh out to God. Vegas. You're adding on the plane ticket on top of that. Uh, yeah, and they put them up in the hotels. And by the way, we see them go on international trips and fly their glam squad. Dorit flew her glam squad to Dubai to be with mm -hmm. her every night. It's insane. Then we hear Sutton, haven't heard this before about her, with her ocean spray grapefruit juice. <laughs> and I loved I, how the, there's yes. a disclaimer across the bottom of the screen, not sponsored. I was just gonna say I loved it. and then again not sponsored I loved it yeah. so much um it was it, I don't understand Sutton is a kook and she was recently accused of carrying vodka in her purse all the time so this was very because she's I see nothing wrong with time. that I see nothing neither wrong do with I that. neither do I now Colt have you ever been to a magic mic type show before no you don't they I'm glad to hear that now does this make you want to go to a magic mic show no. Good, good, good. Now we. <laughs> I see will a... say, mm. as soon as the show starts, yeah, who comes out on stage as the MC? But my friend Di Richards. Stop! I, so, I hate to be a name he? dropper here, but he is an amazing singer. He mm. used to be in like this rock show. It was like a rock variety show in Vegas that was like oh. four guys singing kind of like metal, like oh, wow. um, '80s hair bands shows. Yeah. An amazing vocalist, amazing host, Di Richards. Uh, oh. 
Yeah. And he came out on stage and I was like, oh, that's what he's doing. Because I knew he lived in Vegas, but I didn't know. I love the connection. Person, so See the Hollywood connection, guys, that I'm bringing you. I'm bringing you the Hollywood mm. connection, guys. So we flash back. I love this as well, because I've asked you about this individual a lot. We flash back to Erica setting this all up and talking to Mikey Minden, who mm. now. Who I've met. Yes. And I ask you about Mikey a lot because Mikey seems to just live in Erica's wardrobe for a couple of seasons. Like he just pop out. <laughs> He'd pop out of the wardrobe and be like, all right, let's wear this. Let's wear that. Okay, okay, okay. We find out that Mikey's partner is in Magic Mike. So I'm like, oh, they're all going to be homosexuals. All the dancers are going to be homosexuals. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, I did just write a note, never take me to this. I've been once. I despised it. It was <laughs> disgusting. And, and I just put the thrusting, dot, dot, dot. I cannot. It's <laughs> And they're all wearing jeans that they're all sweating in jeans. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so uncomfortable and can we flash forward so mm. so let's so they're the show's starting they're doing yep. like the quick cuts quick cuts quick yep. cuts of the show quick cuts. yeah then it comes time to pull somebody up on stage oh my god now as we know the plant the plant seed has been planted is planted by button yes. Um, yeah she had to wear pants yeah to come to this show because she was going to go up on stage and she didn't want her her hoo-ha mm-hmm. flying out mm-hmm. so who gets chosen to be on stage, Pauline? The first one was Crystal and Erica. Mm-hmm. The birthday girl makes yep. sense. Makes and sense. Erica, Erica Jane, who somehow knew the choreography for the entire number. I know she <laughs> knew because she said that the guy that was in between her legs was her dancer for Tud. So she knew all of them because it's Mikey Minden's partners there. Davis plus Dave Davis plus. I just can't with Mikey Minden. I can't with him. And then she knew all those dancers because some of them have worked on her things. So they get called up on stage and you just see Sutton's face. And then you hear her say, what did she say? I, I will pass. I'm on the board for, uh, oh yeah, no, no. The yeah. first thing she said, she goes, yeah. I wore pants for this. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, you see her getting uncomfortable and irate and she's got a body language. She's turned away from everyone. We see Erica and Crystal getting molested on stage. Let's just be real. It's horrible. It's horrifying. And so I was thinking originally when I saw this, I was like, Sutton is just horrified by what's going on because it's so gross. And she gets up, storms off. And then everyone's like, what? What's going on? So I'm like, she's upset about the content. But then we get, Okay, no, it's a complete lack of attention and jealousy. So we get Garcelle uh-huh. follow her, Kyle follow her. And as she's going out, what did she say about the ballet? I'm on the board of the American Ballet Theater. I cannot be seen when they're doing things like that on stage. It was great. So then Garcelle is the first one to get her out the toilet and say, well, what's going on? What's going on? And she says, she says, makes that excuse. And Kyle comes and Kyle is stirring shit up. Big t- I don't think she really likes Sutton. Her and her, her she claims to, mm. but I don't think Kyle likes Sutton. And she's like, oh, come on. It's just because you weren't brought up, right? It's just because you weren't on stage. Just be honest. She's so nasty, that little Kyle Richards. She's but stirring she looks it up. But be- she looks better than she's ever looked. Oh, she's absolutely. Sober. I know. She's, she's feeling good, looking good, getting up at 5 a.m. to go work out. And she's got a girlfriend and divorcing her husband of 30 years. But anyway, Cheers. that's another thing. Um, so yeah, she is, she's really stirring Sutton up. She's like, is it because they didn't ask you up? Are you upset? And this is winding her up more and more and more. So then they text, they're like, I need to get out of here. 
they text Crystal. Crystal's like, come on, we should go. And Dorit and Erica are like, we're not going anywhere. Uh, oh, by the way, when Kyle went up on stage and had whipped cream licked off her, I nearly vomited in my living room. They showed that clip four times. Too. Oh, God. They just kept flashing back to it. I was like, we get it. I would have vomited. I, I, I can't. I just can't do this shit. And, and then they, my, then mm. they get into the transport. And this yes. is a great moment for yes. me. It was a good housewives moment for me because mm. this whole time, Erica Jane, who again, I'm new to this, folks. Erica Jane goes, um, I gave up. Uh, I gave up talking shit about you guys for Lent. I gave I up arguing with you guys for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like silent as the grave over in the corner i know just, like kind of grinning through this all and mm-hmm. crystal looks at sutton and goes how do you feel about the fact that we don't feel upset yeah yeah i know <laughs> i i i she and it was crystal's birthday by the way but it's all about sutton it's always all about sutton and erica normally would have torn her to shreds they've had full out blown up fights before her and Erica but Erica was like whatever whatever um but she but Erica's doing all of this it's not just the shtick oh, I've given up for Lent it's because this season she doesn't have Lisa Rinna and her and Lisa mm. Rinna were the nasty mean girls that were going and now she's on her own so she knows she has to be nice because she needs these people back on her side that's the game Erica's playing but mm. we love the work that's done in the Sprinter Van a Sprinter Van these women excel in there's always fights in Salt Lake City there was a physical fight between Baby Gorgeous and Jen Shah sprinter vans are amazing um they go to dinner and then it kind of faded off i thought there was going to be more in this episode but they go to dinner and they just kind of talk about you know what's going on with this card game yeah i was like really is that kind of it and it was kind of cringy to see sutton try to be like i am sexual i am like i like to have sex you know like twice a day twice a day yeah oh come (laughs) on we all know sutton we all know what's going on Um, um Mm. then there i will say there was some there was some funny housewivesy moments for mm. me like being a non-observer uh erica jane saying the most conservative person is always the biggest freak it's true it's true i love that i yeah. love that's that's some, something i can definitely point to in real yeah. life um, yeah crystal dragging dorit about not seeing a real body part in 10 years that was great i liked that a lot yeah because like crystal said something about having perfect nipples yeah and then dorit was like oh my god like commenting on it and then Mm -hmm. crystal goes dorit you haven't seen a real body part in 10 years i was like that's high camp right there so good so good then the next morning we see kyle with her working out and colton you're right that no alcohol and working out diet listen we got to try it sometime, Pauline. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I was just about to say it was an abstract concept. I don't know what it means. I don't know what it is. I can't really imagine it, but fantastic. Kyle is this tiny, petite, little, little thing, and she's doing it all. She looks great and so healthy. Cut um, back to the other girls. Yeah, all hung over with sunglasses and robes, bitching Dream. about how Kyle is so <gasps> boring because she's exercising oh. and she's sober now. I know which team I want. I know which team I want. <laughs> And then we get this emotional conversation with Garcelle and her kids and not wanting to talk about it, which I kind of understand. There was a lot of drama last season about people going after her children and mm-hmm. um, a big race issue as well, because what they did to Garcelle and her children were disgusting. And, you know, she made the point you wouldn't do it if it was your white kids. And it was true. And a lot of stuff was pointed out about how wow. Garcelle suffered. And it was horrible and her ch- gorgeous children what they did so you know i'm glad that she's bringing it up garcelle won't you know hide from any of that so i'm glad she did that um and then it kind of ended and i was like really i thought we were gonna get more gossip and more some- something bigger in vegas but we didn't really 
Yeah, you know, and it made me realize something about the format of, of Housewives mm. is that you kind of have to have that one, and you're an expert, so you, mm. you know, please mm -mm. correct me, but mm. you have to have that one big blowout. Yes. And you have to build to it. You have to plant the seeds, plant the seeds. Yeah. And then you have the blowout at the end. And then it kind of like you plant something for the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. So now we know the Dorit Garcelle thing is going to be the next thing. But I, it did feel, it, it feels almost like anticlimactic but mm. i understand why it it drags you in episode to episode because yeah. you know you start to care about these people oh, i'm yeah. i was i was like a hybrid of crystal garcelle throughout the whole episode yeah. i was like oh i can relate to both of them yeah and then now i'm caring about garcelle and yep. her kids Love and now garcelle. i want to see what happens so mm -hmm. who knows i might have to like step into your zooms yes. every week now please well i will say that episode this is only episode three of the season so it's a sometimes it's a slow burn we don't get all this they're not going to give you everything in the first couple of episodes but um i we must must wrap this up but colt which one did you prefer just from these episodes bh for sure really interesting yeah. there was so much more drama in salt lake though but I think maybe it's because I have like a religious background and like there's I a lot see. of like Got I it. see I see through a lot of this like yeah. you're you're telling me you're a good Mormon you're telling me like Mormonism is the most important thing or religion is the most important thing but then you're acting the complete opposite yeah. it just like reminds me of the hypocrisy that I Got grew it. up with uh, within religion and it's just like I'm over it I'm Got like it. you guys are creating drama for drama's sake with Beverly Hills it felt like a little bit more silly and fun and frivolous yes there uh, is I, i'm i'm down for that great well listen i hope that by introducing this to you you're going to keep diving in because i will remind you when it airs every week and colt this has been such a bloody dream i've wanted to discuss this with you in depth when you've actually watched the show because i just try to, to i talk at you about what's going on in the housewives like you said mm -hmm. and now you've been involved in the convo because you've done the research and i i thank you because i know this took several hours out of your life to watch these women and several was... hours well spent yes exactly now colt we're gonna have to let you go but i did want to say congratulations because as of yesterday or today the strike is over is that correct yes the sag after actors strike is done Woo! well we have a tentative agreement which means that okay. we have to like look a, look it over as members and all agree that we agree with everything mm -hmm. but right now we can talk about the things that we've been working on which is so please. exciting please you have had so much stuff going on that you have you you could not talk about at all so i'm going to give you please 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 go and talk about what is coming up what you've got going on where people can find you on social media all the good stuff Thank you. That's very sweet. Um, my Instagram handle is little Colton, L-I-T-T-L-E Colton, C-O-L-T-O-N. Uh, please give me a follow. Say hi. Say that you watch the pod because I listen or listen to the pod because I listen to this pod mm -hmm. all the time because mm -hmm. um, I'll hang out with Pauline for like two hours over coffee and then I'll go and just listen to her because <laughs> we have an unhealthy relationship. Very unhealthy. <laughs> um, but uh, and then I have a, a new movie coming out November 26th. It's called A Biltmore Christmas. It's going to be on Hallmark. Um, actually, I think streaming on Peacock because Peacock, Peacock has a Hallmark. Yeah. Yep. Hallmark Channel. So November 26th, A Built More Christmas. It's so going to be so much fun. And yeah, tune in. Now, Cole, you did have, you've also done previous Christmas movies and they always get, do they get put on again at this time of year? Yeah, I don't know where they end up, but okay. um, I have a few uh, 
my best friend's Christmas. Yeah. Um, I think it's called Christmas Sweethearts now. I don't know. They keep okay. changing them. But uh, yeah, I have a few. A wedding for Christmas. And actually another Housewives tie-in to finish us up. Yes. On Days of Our Lives. Yes. Who yeah. who who also is on Days of Our Lives? Who do I share the share the screen with? Eileen Davidson. Mm-hmm. Who obviously was BH. And Lisa Rinna was on Days of Our Lives as well. She was. Oh my I've God. never met Lisa. Well, yeah. except for at that event that, that I was at, mm. but I didn't really meet her. Uh, but Eileen is lovely. Yeah, Constant I can professional. imagine that. Absolutely, Constant I can imagine that. So guys, Days of Our Lives, you can catch Colton on and then the Biltmore Christmas, which is coming out November the 26th on Hallmark, which is on Peacock. So watch Housewives and then watch a Biltmore Christmas. Colton, you are a dream. I'm so excited to have done this. I want you back on. I, you know, Kate's Kate's dealing with a lot of stuff at the moment, so she's going to be on and off, but um, I really do... I'm I'm so glad you're part of this world. Thank you so much for taking time to uh, come on the pod. And guys, um, go and follow us, Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. We're going to go. Colton, have a fabulous rest of your day. And congrats against the strike is over. Yay. Thank mm. you, Pauline. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.